Activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Episode 9. With our special guest, Sassafras Jones. <laughs> like that? Yeah. Sass- <laughs> Sassafras Jones 69, actually. The 69 was just a, a random number. <laughs> so we're going to go over some platinum trophy discussion, Battlefront pros and cons, Call of Duty versus Battlefront. I want to hear like your take on those two franchises. Cool, because I have a friend that kind of left one franchise for the other franchise. I call him the enemy. <laughs> we are not your friends. Um, people are probably wondering who I am, right? Yeah. I'm just a fan. So if you're a fan, you probably want to contact these guys and you can appear on the podcast or be on the podcast because it's not a video podcast. But yeah. Talk on the podcast. Audio podcasts are a lot easier than video. Oh, yeah. You can just stay in your pajamas and record all day long. In my underwear right now. <laughs> I'm all... 400 pounds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all of the podcasts I listen to, they're like, I'm in my underwear right now. Yeah, well, each podcast is different, and you always get the one that says, like, what are we drinking today? And they always go through what they're drinking. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who cares what you're drinking? Let's just get down to it. So let's get down to it. Yeah. When were, right. you, when were you first introduced to this galaxy far, far away? Uh, me was a 1977. The original movie came out, um, and I believe it came out re-release in 78 or something like that. And uh, my mom took me to go see it. And uh, I can remember hiding my eyes when they first walk into the cantina scene. Oh, I was okay. scared to death. <laughs> and, uh, my mom's like, I was only, I think, four at the time. So it wasn't, uh, it was scary. And I still, to this day, I was like, how did she get me in that theater? But I guess back then it wasn't, uh, the, the, it's not as stringent as it is now. She could, probably could have taken me to the Exorcist or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I remember covering my eyes, and then uh, I saw Empire in the uh, in the uh, drive-in theater, and oh, they played so. they played it back to back with Star Wars. So that was cool. I got to see that again, and then Return of the Jedi, I saw uh, with. Um, uh, I think an uncle. I can't even remember. I have a lot of uncles and aunts, so I can't remember which uncle, but I remember going in there, and he was too young to get us in. And so the guy behind us said, oh, I know these guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm related and stuff, and just talked, like, talked to talk, and they said, okay. They let us in <laughs> under the under the guise that he was, like, a great, uh, like, a second uncle or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just kind of gave us a wink and a nod and was like, yeah, see you guys later. I'm leaving or I'm going up to a different <laughs> locale. Thank God, because he could have been a, like a creepy creeper, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we watched uh, Return of the Jedi and I was, 
uh, well, ever since the the first one, I've been spinning. So I have uh, uh, Darth Vader helmets, and I still have the original Millennium Falcon, and uh, my kids play with all that now. So my boys have lightsabers; are only like three and uh, one. So yeah, they're pretty they're pretty much into it as were much you, as I. <laughs> were you surprised when Darth Vader revealed that he was Luke Luke's father? Uh, I can kind of remember that, but at the same time, I was I was more more I think as shocked that he actually cut his hand off <laughs> when I was a kid, because I was like, "What that does that man?" And then reveals that afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, I'm your dad, and the guy's like screaming in pain. I was like, I I can't understand why so like keep that a secret a little bit longer then, like if you're gonna do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, That's no. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, but I was, yeah, I, I, I was also, uh, is a little bit of overacting, I think, on Mark Hamill's part. But I also blame Lucas for that. For <laughs> he, well, he could have been a little bit more mellow with that. But um, yeah, I you're think my father. Mark, okay. <laughs> yeah, Mark Hamill was the only one that knew that secret, though, right? Um, because uh, the actor. Uh, Prose that was doing Darth Vader. I think he he said something about I killed your father or something. Like his line was totally different, um, and so even the people on the set didn't know at the time. It was only Luke, or, uh, well Mark Hamill that knew. So that's it was pretty interesting. Uh, when I when I was a kid, it, it wasn't as big of a shock I think for me because I was I was still a little bit younger. Um, I played. Uh, the Empire. I, I don't play the prequels for my my kids. Uh, it's called the, the original, um, and uh, I played that one for for my oldest son, uh, Empire, and he he really didn't grasp that either. He was like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. And even when I show Anakin and stuff and try to like give him the family tree, he still just is like, okay. So. Uh, in my mind, I thought, you know what? Enough of that. I'll just wait till he gets a little bit older, and then show up when when he can grasp the whole concept that Darth Vader's actually uh, his his fought biological father. I so. am I am bound and determined to find someone who was surprised by Darth Vader being his okay. father. <laughs> well, not only that, but in German, Vader means father. So. I know. <laughs> so. Uh, could have. I mean, back then. I mean, it's not like it is now. Do a Google check and find out. But Dark does anybody check Kylo Ren or anything and see see what that means? But uh, <laughs> that would be kind of strange if it like means something else in another <laughs> language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jive turkey. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, no, I, I. I just as a. As a guy growing up in the the seventies and eighties, it was you know, it was always Star Wars was always the thing. Like it was you know when you were a kid running around, you always did the lightsaber sounds. And whenever you had swords, it wasn't you know like like sound uh, effects swords. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you know you were you were Luke, you were another Jedi, or you know even Yoda. Like, pew, oh. Pew. Yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> my my sons do all the the sound effects for him too, so it's kind of cool. But the the other cool thing about that is uh, is when I can remember when the prequels came out, 
watching the trailer for the first one, I was like, this is going to be good. Like, I can't believe it. Whoa. Like, this is going to be a freaking fantastic. I waited in line for two days out in the rain. <laughs> oh. And, uh, we played, like, the guys I, I uh, met there, too, in line. Like, we played Monopoly, Star Wars Monopoly, and, like, oh. we had a good time. And then we went and saw it, and everybody was just like, what the? Like, I, I just remember the guy that, like, was beside me the entire time. It was me and two other buddies, and then these two guys on the on the right that we kind of hung out with when we were in line and they brought a tent and everything we just slept out in the freaking sleeping bag but uh, it was it was brutal he was like he just looks at me shaking his head like well, where did we go wrong like, like he was blaming himself for this <laughs> like, oh. it's nothing to do with you this is like what did I do wrong to deserve this yeah, yeah. I said this is in my mind this was like almost like like uh um the uh the dark side where Lucas was like drunk with power and just you know, everybody was his yes men and yeah. we came up with all our reasons on why that that didn't work now that I'm 40 years old I kind of look at it a little bit differently and I know why he kind of did what he did um, I think he was just marketing to like my kids and it was movies made for the next generation as opposed to us the fans and the guys who grew up with it and that's that's fine I think you know that that was great and all but we were expecting a totally different movie if I would have known you know you had lines like are you an angel and things like that <laughs> that'd be the last the last reason why I would want to sleep out for two days for that movie. So, I mean, all in all, it was a good experience. I had a, its pros and cons. I loved Darth Maul, the the oh, lightsaber yeah. scene. I mean, anytime I ever like was to watch it now, I just fast forward to the lightsaber scene where um, Darth Maul's in it and stuff. It's fantastic. And the pod racing. I mean, I people have their pros and cons about that, but I thought that was pretty cool too. So. Anyway, that was a long drawn out <laughs> answer to a simple or a simple question. Uh, I heard a cool way to watch the actual Star Wars movies. It's called the Butcher Way, where you watch A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, the second one, the third one, and then the sixth one. They don't even do the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I. I you know what? I actually do like the third one. I thought the third one was was pretty cool. I just, <clears throat> I don't know, just something. I think the one scene that I really liked in the third one, and I have a buddy who kind of argues with me against it, was you know right before Anakin turns and he's staring out out the window at I think he was at Coruscant or whatever, and you know there's like some opera singing in the background or something, and he's just like it's just that moment right where he's he's gonna turn and you can tell like the tide shifting like it was almost like a breath in the middle of of everything but it was that kind of poignant moment in like that galaxy where everything kind of just started going down downhill right so it was i thought that that part and well you just wanted to see that the whole um anakin turning into darth vader part without the long drawn out no at the end but no 
everything crushes except for Senator Palpatine for some own reason. <laughs> Everything's fine and dandy after that. But no, I just uh, yeah, I, I liked I liked three for for a couple of parts in it, but uh, yeah, all in all, I, I think they they nailed what they were trying to go with the original with three. Like they actually got the whole animation CGI in and done. Yeah. And then they got it mixed where not everything, like a piece of pears floating in midair, <laughs> yeah. that's fake. <laughs> Chomping midair. If they would have started with, with three, I would have been happy. Like if, if episode one was three, that would have been, for me, I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I, I liked how. Over... Sorry. I liked, cool. I liked how when I. I was first watching the original ones, how I was wondering who Darth Vader was and kind of like guessing myself. And then when we watched the prequels, it's like, okay, he's not that cool when he's younger, but he's pretty cool when he's older. But I don't really need that explanation of who he is. Yeah. Well, not, not only that, but midi chlorians, like, you're kind of like, okay, come on now. Like, are we, are, like, this they could. fantasy, not science fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, galaxy far away lightsaber. Come on, you guys are pulling my leg. Like, there's no such thing as midi chlorians. Uh, but uh, uh, I guess I mean you could do anything you want if you're the creator of that world. And I think you know he he like I said I think there there should have been a couple people to rein him in at some points. But at at the same time, I mean it was Lucas's baby. He could do whatever he wanted, and that that was I mean you gotta you gotta respect the guy that. It got like Star Wars actually. Yeah, he's the one that built the the whole em- the empire. Yeah, that, that empire. And, After getting uh, rejected by like twenty five other studios. Yep, and uh, and like to come up with, I mean, obviously he had people around, surrounded himself with people, creative people that came up with you know the design work for for certain things, and you know uh, some things were more simplified than others because of the technology back then but at the same time you look at it and you're like like Star Wars growing up that you look at like like that that first movie looks like if they made it now it looks like it, it could be like the the budget on it would bust somebody like it just looks like beautiful like the amount of work and detail that went into that like even even uh like r2 like being rusty and looks like he was like actually you know what i mean he's been around for a while yeah yeah like that that stuff is impressive everything before that you know you had flash gordon and everybody kind of looked like it was on sets and people had like waft hair and nobody looked like dirty and rugged right and then i think alien the first alien movie came out um I'm not sure if it came out before Star Wars. I'm just trying to think. My my memory's a little rusty at the age of forty. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was um, that was a very a lived-in world as well. And I like yes. I like when they do that. So you you get the feeling that there's some history behind what you're seeing on the screen, right? So it's it's crazy that you just said it's a lived-in world. I just listened to a podcast of Star Trek versus Star Wars. It had oh, yeah. Adam Savage on it, and he was like, "It's a lived-in world. Like in Star Trek, you'd have four dots on side of a 
spaceship, and in Star Wars, it'd be one dot, missing dot, and then two dots. Yeah, yeah, he's so true. I didn't, I didn't hear that one, but uh, he sounds like he's a genius. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I totally agree with him. Like it is, it is totally a lived-in place, and you know things are, things aren't always perfect in that world, which is which is good to see. And you're saying how the midichlorians? Well, someone brought that up to J.J. Abrams, and he was like, "I don't ever want to hear that word ever again." <laughs> He's a what are you even man. talking about? <laughs> no one knew what he was talking about. That's the problem. <laughs> We're all like, okay, so yeah, we get that. Like, we get the, all those references. You don't have to. Yeah, I don't know. That's going into different philosoph- philosophical worlds, I guess, in in the Star Wars universe. But yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I took the 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 like I said, I took the first three as like a good introduction for little little kids that weren't associated with the the first three and whoever would show their kids the 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 first first three three, yeah first three first i i don't know what's going through your head (laughs) like i don't know although my boys seem to like uh empire way better than the first original star wars and i think it's because of yoda he brings a, a kind of a cool dynamic to it so yeah he was always my favorite, besides Luke Skywalker. When I was a kid, I dressed up as Luke Skywalker. I had, like, this Taekwondo uh, mm-hmm. shirt on, like, all white. Do, do you want to hear where, what, how, who I went to school as for Halloween one time? Who? A different, different, just totally different world back then. I went as Lando Calrissian. Oh. So they... <laughs> I, I am Caucasian. <laughs> My mom <laughs> dressed me up like Lando and in blackface, I guess. Back, it'd be classified as that now. Um, and I really look like, like I didn't look like myself. And like teachers were <laughs> nabbing me in the middle of, of class and taking pictures. And I don't have a picture of it. But uh, yeah, it's... My mom went all out and like hand sewed like the cape and everything. Like I was... I was hand styling that. Uh, that was the, that's awesome. The hand solo cape, but again, I would never recommend anybody do that now. It's kind of not PC bra, so <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Uh, did you? But watch, anyway, did you oh, sorry. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh yeah, I've seen it uh, three times. Um, and twice I saw it in the motion chairs and 3D and did everything the the proper way. The only the only uh, um, way I haven't seen it yet is in IMAX. So I'm hoping to see that before uh, it'll be out a little bit longer. I think than the average yeah. movie. I think the Blu-ray is supposed to come out in April. Yeah. So it'll uh, I'll I'll hit that before. Uh, we, before. we watched it in uh, the. Real D 3D. We got all four glasses. Yeah. The the, was... uh, the the limited edition glasses. Yes. Holy smart. Yeah, I wasn't about to pay that much for those. <laughs> we're we're, we're a family of six, so I oh, got okay. one. Sam got one. Our two little brothers got one. Yeah. So we, we've got the BBA, Kylo Ren, Captain <laughs> Phasma, and then the Stormtrooper. We got the last pair of Stormtrooper the glasses. Yeah. 
Well, my, my son has uh, the flamethrower trooper. He got one for at uh, daycare he's at as a gift. And oh, it's cool. a 12 inch. Oh, 12 yeah. Inch yeah, he's pretty cool looking. But his his joints don't move, and his legs and his arms like he just is like like just the uh, the uh, shoulders and the the hip hip legs move like at the hips. It's That's there's strange. no yeah. I was like, come on Disney! Like, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> like, we we've got some everything. <laughs> you can't put a couple of like little pins in his legs to make his like knee joints and stuff like that. Kind of cheap. I don't know. Seems to me, it smells of cheapness to me, but we've got the 1977 like action figure ones, and they've got movement in the elbows and wrists. Yeah, yeah. I got. The, well, I'm looking at my my uh, Millennium Falcon right now, and like I have about two or three characters in there, and they're fully like the wrists and everything move. So that's crazy. But uh, yeah, and then I bought the lightsabers cool cool thing is that uh, the the lightsaber Kylo Ren's lightsaber because I was kind of battling my oldest son <laughs> and he has a uh, he has um, uh, Obi-Wan or no uh, it's a uh, Anakin's was Anakin's Luke's oh yeah the blue yeah the blue one um, and I was playing with him and the thing about what I was doing was I was <clears throat> hitting his lightsaber and then like rushing uh, I was I had Kylo Ren's and I was rushing it down the blade and kind of like just tapping his hand with the blade, right? But and he was trying to do it back to me, but I discovered because well, it's based on you know medieval uh, swords, yeah, swords that you couldn't do that. It would stop, um, it would stop it from hitting your hand. So I was like, ah, that's a pretty obviously it was a uh, you know a medieval thing, and they obviously well thought out. But uh, yeah, it was just cool to see it on a light. Like to, when I first saw it on the lightsaber, I was like, "Oh, come on! Like this is gonna be a little bit hokey." But uh, but there's actually some function to it. So yeah, I watched this. We watched this cool video. It was by Nerdists, and um, they did how why Kylo Ren's lightsaber really works. <laughs> it says, "If you didn't have those things." You'd have this, 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 and this. It's showing clips of people getting their hands chopped off. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it's, laughs> and this, and he's like, I could do this all day long. <laughs> well, if if Luke, then the question is, if Luke had that in Empire, was it, would his hand, would it have been cut off? Oh. Uh, who knows? It could. could. I don't know. No, it sounded like uh, what's his name, uh, Jerry uh, Seinfeld. I don't know. Did it cut off or what? But uh, yeah, I don't know if it, it, it's a good, it's a cool design, right? So yeah, I like how because lightsabers are made out of plasma. How it actually looks like plasma. Like, yeah. If you were actually to use plasma as a blade, that's how it would spark out. Yeah. Um, the the other cool thing about it too is, uh, did you see uh, Ray Ray Park use it? There's no. a video of Ray Park. He's uh, he's the guy that did uh, Darth Maul, and he's at. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm correct, right? Ray Park. Google it. Someone. How could I get that name wrong? I just 
it was just coming off like I knew it, so obviously it's true. But anyway, <laughs> if you don't check it, they'll think it's true. <laughs> yeah, all this mail, hate mail. You're an idiot. How, how can you not know? Um, but uh, yeah, he they gave him Kylo Ren's lightsaber, and he was like actually wheeling it, and he, I mean, he was amazing with it, right? So it, it really does work. You can use it. There, there was just, I think, a little bit of backlash when people first saw it because it was like, I don't know, when you, when you think of like medieval, like it was just a throwback, kind of a cheap, at first when you first see it, you're like, ah, oh, that's like kind of a cheap copy of, you know, it's like if he came out with like a lightsaber mace or something, you'd be like, oh, come on. Like it's whoa, whoa, whoa. done, man. Like, um, but yeah, it, it kind of makes sense when you hear about the Knights of Ren and all that stuff too, right? It's kind of a an homage to to medieval. Did, did you watch the SNL Star Killer base? Oh yeah, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> they also have uh, the making of, which uh, that, that one which, was cool. Yeah. Yeah, they have the making of, so you see all, him doing all his goof ups and stuff, and because most of that's improv, right? So, folks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that was Someone actually got a tattoo of Matt, <laughs> technician on their leg. I was like, "That's dedication, man," because uh... <laughs> that's gonna be there for a while. Yeah, you'll be buried with that. I hope that you enjoy that. So it's worth but, it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, do it. But I recommend if you're gonna get a tattoo of of uh, Matt the radar technician, uh, to get it either on your face or on your like top of your hand. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. If you would like to be featured in this podcast, leave a review on iTunes or tweet us at tie dye sheep yt or email us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you feel you would give a good perspective on the podcast, we are open to special guests. Email us if you are interested. We are also thinking about opening a Patreon. Email us if you would think you would like that. Or if you would like that, email us something you would like in return for that donation. May the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>